A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rul Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rilkes, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. All right, you wouldn't believe it, but the very first guest, I'm looking into the whites of the eyes of the one and only Paul Wilkins, our trusted advisor for the EDC Mastermind program. Indeed, and I'm excited to be here. Excellent. Fantastic. For those of you that have never met Paul Wilkins, you might have come across his work in our book, Design to Change. He's also the headmaster of the EDC Mastermind program, a program that's been sunset, but very soon to be sun-risen into a next horizon of change, right? Um, Paul is a professional speaker, a high-performance expert, trusted advisor, and published author, as you know. His um, uh, award-winning performances as the president of Agrippa Consulting, he's published multiple books. Um, a longtime chemical engineer who's turned independent. You're a corporate refugee. I'm a corporate refugee. Yeah, that's the term for it. Yeah. <laughs> you taught us that term. Uh, I think it's, correct. And it's and it's one that really stuck to my mind. Welcome to the to be the very first guest on the Design to Change podcast. Um, you were introduced as one of the people that host the podcast, but here we are on the very first edition. I think we're in the hundreds now since launching the book in 2021. How do you feel? Uh, excited. And the reason that I'm so excited is two, 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 two reasons why. First of all, if you look back, the amount of work and accomplishment is enormous. Uh, looking at the collective, looking at the people involved in the collective, what uh, we and you have achieved as a collective. It is absolutely stunning. Um, hard to believe eh? if you if you look forward imagine three years from now where you are yeah. that's hard to believe so I think that's one one thing it's the second thing I'm excited about there is so much more to discover there is so much more to do there's so much more uh, especially in a rapidly changing world eh? turbulent times and uh, I think what is becoming more and more apparent is that the principles and the ideas behind the event design uh, are more and more important to deal with the changing reality that we have right now. So that excites me uh, because it means change. And that's also opportunity. Excellent. So I'm, I'm X Trade Show here in Las Vegas. I almost have a frog in my throat looking yeah. at you, Paul. I, I wonder why. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to share more about that later. Sure. But um, there's a hashtag that's called I'm Excited, right? And I'm X America is here in Las Vegas. Today is the 17th of October, 2023. Um, this is a trade show that brings together the meetings and events industry at a scale that um, is hard to kind of grasp. What are your first impressions when you come to a show like this? The, 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 the couple of first impressions. Um, you usually should have one, but I have multiple. Here's number one. It, it is huge. And uh, I think this is the, the power of the IMAX, uh, to be able to attract so much talent uh, in, uh, in, in one event. Uh, it's, it's the it's the meeting for meeting meeting professionals right mm -hmm. and it means something uh, so that's that's one one impression second impression is that the bar is very high 
and this is my first IMAX, but I understand every single year the bar is getting higher and higher. So I wonder where does it end, right? Yes. That's always a fascinating <laughs> thing, right? So that, that's a, that's the a second thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think the, the, the third thing is that um, the, the common ground here is that uh, all, all of people here are curious uh, what is the next step, what is going to be uh, the next when it comes to the event industry, the event design, but also how am I going to contribute to that uh, next step. And that's interesting in the design of the IMAX. So it's not only uh, exhibition, but it's also a creating a learning environment. And I think that's a very powerful thing because it gives people the opportunity to not only network, but also expand themselves and grow themselves. And I think that's the beauty about IMAX today. Absolutely. Um, in your observation, it's always super cool to have somebody you know, you know relatively well. We've done a lot of programs together. We've talked about IMAX. You've met people from IMAX. Now you're at the actual event called IMAX. It's a high-stakes event uh, in many ways. Um, you're going to be speaking at this event, but I'd like to step back to the first page of the book of Design to Change, which is the question we always ask everyone. But instead of asking a question, I'm going to ask Paul if he remembers what the question is about leaving a conversation to chance. <laughs> Well, perhaps I don't remember the, the question very well, but I do have an opinion about leaving a conversation uh, up to chance. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, conversations drive, uh, drive performance. Yeah? So uh, it's the conversation which results in a different performance and different way of doing things. Okay. And um, uh, if, if you're, I always say if you're not in charge of the conversation, if you're not very strategic about how you want to engage others, by definition, uh, you will be engaged in the conversation of others. So you're no longer behind the driver's seat. In, in, behind the driver's seat. Yes. And I think that's a great opportunity for all of us uh, to consider this, that a conversation can be a pivotal moment yes. in any relationship. Yes. And oftentimes we underestimate that. Yeah. Uh, often uh, we, are, we are careless, we don't understand the conversation itself, we are not fully 100% in that conversation. Yes. But here's a different opportunity. Change your mind, change your focus. And this is how you can raise the bar in the end. Huh? Because no single big goal has ever been achieved in isolation. And it's the conversation which starts the relationship, which starts in the end the performance. Yes. So our conversation started as a result of a series of events that MPI was doing in Europe, yeah. I think, at the European Unions Event Conference. Um, and it led to a very close collaboration. It ended up in Design to Change, the book that we wrote um, you know, two, two, three years ago. Um, when all of these travels days we used to have traveling across the planet to different uh, destinations to do what we do, um, all of a sudden got struck out of the agenda and we had time and space to think and have conversations. Um, in the book, you do the uh, executive perspective recaps and if you haven't come across it, make sure you check them out. There are audio recaps, there are questions that drive the conversation that make you think. Um, this podcast is based on those questions. Now, this edition is slightly different because we're speaking to the person who created the questions, which is always interesting because the question asking is one of the superpowers of executives that are intentional about how they have their conversations. Do you prefer to be in the question asking mode in a podcast or do you prefer to have the questions asked at you? Um, let me put it this way. I like both. So I, I like being here. Here's the other, other side of the coin. Uh, if you do the talking, you're not doing the learning, right? And uh, I, I love to learn as well, right? Um, so for me, the, the, the learning experience is one of the be most beautiful experiences I can have. Okay. Now, here's the big advantage of, of listening to question and answer to question, uh, because uh, a question itself 
by focusing on the answer itself, you learn. Uh, you can you can see it as a learning opportunity yourself. So the question itself can be very powerful as well. So I like both. Uh, so sometimes it's good to be on the other side of uh, of the table in this case. I think as a as a format, the because conversations were hard to capture in the book, and we decided to do the podcast to have active conversations. Now, the EDC Mastermind program, the four editions that we hosted, very much focused on how to become a trusted advisor and what are the kinds of questions and answers in combination in the back and forth, in the ping pong of Q&A, how those work in practice. What is the core question you're looking to answer for yourself coming into IMEX America this week? And I have a, a request is uh, after you state the question, I would like to invite you back in the podcast on Thursday morning, if we, if we could, uh, or after IMAX, depending on your preference, in which I'd like to reflect on the experience that you've had over the past three days here at IMAX America. So the first question is, what is the one question you're looking to have answered by coming to IMAX America? Um, here's, a, here's a big question which is always in my mind. Um, what is working well which shouldn't be work at all? What is working well, which should be working at all. In other words, uh, where do we do we find things uh, which somehow uh, give space to the next level of performance, while it was not consciously designed? Yeah, so we stumble. Sometimes we stumble upon success. So I'm always curious, especially in a in a in a, in a huge event like IMAX, where do I see examples of successes which I didn't expect? Yeah, because that's an opportunity where we can learn. So that, that would be one big question. I love one that. big question. Yeah. I got a second big question. Is that okay? Yes. Uh, here's my second big question. Uh, what is it that we need to take out? Yeah. What is it that we need to take out? Uh, because what I found, especially in the past few years, is in order to improve, uh, the biggest opportunity for each of us is not to do more, better, faster, but the biggest opportunity for each of us is to take out everything which masks our performance, which masks our strength. Yes. And we talked about it, I call this Michelangelo principle, huh? taking out the stuff which is not your David. And that's also a fascination for me at IMAX. Where do I see opportunities uh, where people can take things out, or already have taken things out, yes. in order to take next steps? So that would be my second question yes. for the IMAX. Well, we're going we're gonna to park those questions uh, till the last day of IMAX, when you've been able to excavate the massive hall that we're in here at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Um, you're also do- doing a session tomorrow uh, afternoon. Tell us a little bit more about that, and then we'll let you go because I know you have uh, many questions and explorations to do. Um, after which, after you tell us about that, we will round off the podcast and make sure that we set the anchor for the exit behavior on Thursday or a little bit after the event. Yeah, excellent. Uh, the session. So I'm uh, tomorrow. That is um, that will be uh, the the Wednesday. Uh, at three o'clock in the afternoon, I will do a session together with the great Ryan Hill. And uh, Ryan and I, we will talk about innovation and uh, how to uh, consistently and easily innovate uh, as a professional, as an organization. So what is it that you can do to build a culture, uh, a culture of innovation? So what, what we are going to show is a couple of things. First of all, different way of thinking. Uh, and uh, especially what prevents us from thinking differently. And the second thing we're going to show is a process, a very systematic approach, how to apply a different way of cha- thinking to do things differently and raise the bar. 
And the third thing, what we're going to do is to exercise together with the audience, uh, doing a little exercise there, to put this type of thinking into practice. So the people walk away not only with different insights, but also a vision how they can apply it in their own uh, organization uh, to raise the bar. Uh, so I think that's, that's an, uh, a very exciting prospect uh, for participants. Uh, we give them uh, something very tangible that they can immediately apply in their own environment. I love it. Um, keen to hear how that is going to go tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Hill will also be on our podcast. Uh, he has been on last year. Um, and a, a good colleague that's also coming back. So it's interesting to hear the perspective from two sides. We welcome you back on Thursday, Paul. And um, always welcome to be here in booth F603 on the trade show floor. If you happen to listen to this and you're still at IMAX, make sure to come and see us because uh, there are many more questions to ask and answers to be excavated. Thank you for your time, Paul. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations.